Hey everybody, welcome to another Zelda podcast. I am David Geisler, your host for tonight's show. Well, not exactly, actually. This is a special message because this is actually a special post that we are doing. I am not with Kate Fisher right now. I am joined once again by Leona Liu, the show's co-producer. Leona, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, I'm great. How are the kids? What? <laughs> I have kids? No. I'm <laughs> just asking just how you're doing. terrified me. <laughs> We need to have a conversation. No, no. All right. Uh, Leona, let us uh, explain to our listeners what we're doing. They, I'm sure they've already seen the the post, the uh, Breath of the Wild timeline Patreon mm-hmm. yep. post on their MP3 feed here. But uh, why are you and I speaking right now? So we're chatting uh, to talk about the release of our Patreon project. Um, we're releasing new episodes, bonus episodes on mm-hmm. Patreon, and uh, the timeline episode is our a first. little... Our, yeah, it's our it's very our first, first bonus episode. Yes. I'm so sorry I'm interrupting. No, it's okay. But if I may, actually, so we've... People have been hearing my little 30-second, like, hey, check out our Patreon thing in the middle of our shows for the mm-hmm. past couple months. Yep. That's true. Our, our Patreon's been live, but um, we have finally, you know, it takes a little while for post-production. You record an episode, it takes a couple weeks. Yes. And it comes out. Well, now this officially, as of like the 17th of, oh, I don't know, August or something is when all of our Patreon rewards actually kicked in. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to talk about some of those. I'm having a lot of fun making some of them. I know you're mm-hmm. having fun making some of them. Yes. But our first... Our first and foremost, our biggest thing is this first Patreon episode coming out, the Breath of the Wild timeline episode. Now, it is a, a, a slightly shorter episode. We're about to play it for once we're done talking here. We're going to play it for everybody because we've chosen. So this episode actually came out a week ago already on Patreon. Yes. So some of our subscribers on Patreon, specifically, actually, if I may, Celeste Roberts, one of our kind of like super listeners. She messages us often about comments on the things we talk about on the show. And she's always a very supportive uh, being, she was our first Patreon subscriber ever. So yeah, she has. It was th- very exciting. Yes, this episode that we're about to play for everyone, she already heard a week ago because she actually uh, was supporting us on Patreon. Yep. And as we were talking about um, setting up recording, we actually got another Patreon uh, subscriber. Dude, we got a top tier Patreon subscriber. Mm-hmm. I am. I am so excited about this. Yeah, news. it was very exciting. I think your your phone actually pinged us as we were setting up for this, and <laughs> yep, it was like, it "What? What was <laughs> yeah. that? That was uh, it's Chase Hender. We mm-hmm. have in the notes here. Yep. So Chase just like I don't know an hour or two ago signed up for our top tier. So why don't we tell everybody? First of all, I want to tell people why we're releasing a Patreon episode on our normal XML. Okay. We're kind of doing this. As uh, because of the production schedule, we had kind of a week off, and we thought, well, we still really want to put something out on our normal XML feed for all of our normal listeners. And we thought, you know, we already had that Patreon episode come out, but what if we share the first one with everybody? Mm-hmm. It's it's only like a twenty minute, twenty five minute episode. You know, some of these bonus episodes will be longer, shorter. We're still going to be kind of figuring out what all that means. Mm-hmm. But you and I were talking about it about what to do for this kind of week off of content. And we thought, well, what if we do share that first Patreon episode? So I think, I mean, that's what we're going to do tonight. Yeah. And would you be interested in speaking to that a little bit more? I feel like I'm rambling a bit. Um, Well, I can talk about, first of all, if you um, are a listener of another Zelda podcast and um, you, you know, we're chatting about Patreon. So first off, like, what is Patreon? I kind of want to touch on that. That's right. Um, So Patreon is a platform for podcasters, content creators, creatives, artists, 
to share their work and um, connect with their audience. And that is done through um, a monthly subscription that is managed by the creators. So we're choosing to use this platform uh, to better connect with our fans in terms of um, not just us putting out audio content, but we also want to share some of the photography that we have in terms mm. of um, providing like wallpaper packs well, or digital wallpaper yeah, packs. Yeah. Um, we really want to be able to send like thank you cards. Can we do the um, tiers? Can we tell them just what our three tiers are? Is that okay? Or is that um, like kind of tacky? Yeah, no, I, I think... You know, I think um, we have three tiers, so it's like a $2 thank you tier. Um, just thanks for your support. We have a... Was, hey, even for that one, though, we send out a little postcard. Yep, for that one, we send out a postcard. And so this, these are the postcards that we spoke about in episode 17. The ones that were you shot some photos mm-hmm. and we had them at our booth. We have, yep. a, we have a bunch left over from the event. Many people took them, but we printed out many. And we thought, wait, stop. We can at least mail these to people and just say, hey, thank you. You know, we yeah. put, put their name on our website. Great. Thanks for the mm-hmm. $2 a month. But at least at a bare minimum, we also get to mail these things out to people, yeah. which would be a lot of fun. And they look great on a fridge. They look good on a fridge <laughs> and they are four by six. So they even technically fit in like a photo frame. Yep. Um, and then we have our $5 tier in, in which uh, there's early access to each episode. So mm-hmm. right now we're releasing episodes once every other week. And yeah. um, you would get these episodes a week early. Ba- yeah, basically it's just early access, mm-hmm. week, week early access on yep. all the episodes. Um, um, certainly going forward and even some of the last ones have been like this. Yep. And then there's also bonus content in that $5 tier as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that is including, um, a bonus episode like this one, one for, yep. For, um, breath of the wild timeline and bonus content again, just to repeat is going to be things like actual conversations like that Kate and I had, which we're about to play. Mm-hmm. I think the next bonus content, a little behind the curtain here is probably going to be like a full conversation that I had with Chris Larson mm-hmm. from episode 17 yeah, from video game summit. Yeah. I really wanted to include more of his stuff. And, uh, sometimes there might be like behind the scenes videos. We're still mm-hmm. making this up, but we know that at a bare minimum, there's going to be something once a month. Right. Um, and then we also have our $10. So that includes, um, everything at the two and five dollars. So that's a thank you, the early access, wallpapers, bonus content. Oh yeah, wait, the wallpapers are in the five as well. Can mm-hmm. we talk about the wallpapers, yeah. please? Sure. Oh man. So I'm almost more excited about these stinking wallpapers. You're very excited about the wallpapers. And okay. I think they I think it's okay. They look I think they look great. So what I've done is we so once a month, we right now we think, don't hold us to it, but we think once a month we're gonna release a pack of two wallpapers. Um, maybe sometimes it'll be three wallpapers, but it's always going to be at least two, uh, for people to download and use on their computers and their iPhones and their iPads and their Samsung devices and all of that. And what's really cool about this is I've gone ahead and, well, if I may, Leona, I've gone ahead ahead and made a bit of a a Photoshop (laughs) template here. And, uh, we have each wallpaper is actually going to be expressed in like eight different aspect ratios. So there's like a 1440 by 900, there's a Mm -hmm. 19, you know, the actual HD nine. 
1080 by 1920 or whatever it is mm-hmm. that we have our iPhone. We need a fat checker on this one. <laughs> well, all the different things. I've created a, specifically a square wallpaper that'll fit on tablets if they go vertical or okay. horizontal. Yeah, so that's cool. basically we take a root graphic and that feeds into all these other files. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be emailed to our listeners. We're going to be emailing one to Celeste very, very soon here. We have a photo of Link, Wind Waker Link, mm-hmm. um, you know, like a waterfall or in a, in a forest actually, I think is this yep. one. So a lot of these wallpapers are going, almost all of them actually, all of them are going to be um, original. So either they're <clears throat> no, it's okay. No, it's fine. Pictures that we've taken or pictures that you will be creating Once in, in a while, Photoshop. Yes, yes. A few of them will be collections of perhaps some assets that are actually like from Nintendo, but they're mm-hmm. always going to be some kind of creation that we make. Yeah. Because some of these are graphics that I make anyway for the shows and they'll be re-expressed as wallpapers. But more excitingly is basically once every two months, you and I get a little... Uh, uh, tingle in our boots and we have to go out into the world <laughs> and take pictures of Zelda things. We have to go outside. We go outside and we take <laughs> pictures. We put amiibos in the forest. We go to conservatories and we do different things and we take some pictures and make some photo mm-hmm. shoots. Yep. Make some photo shoots. We go on photo shoots and make some pictures. Yes. Now some take of that some stuff <laughs> goes onto our Instagram account. Yes. But we're also taking those graphics and turning them into these wallpapers. So these are like photos that you take. They're absolutely gorgeous if I may. Thank you. I hopefully repurpose them into these wallpapers in, in, a, in a at least equally beautiful way mm-hmm. for our Patreons to put on their computers and put on their phones whenever they want. Yep. Oh, and I'm doing one more thing. At least one wallpaper every month is going to have the Zelda, another Zelda podcast logo on it, but okay. it's never going to move so that if someone's inclined to do like a rotating wallpaper on their computer, mm-hmm. the picture will change, but the colors and the text of another Zelda podcast will not move. Oh, that's that is kind of cool. cool. That it's almost like a watermark, cool. right? Yeah, that is very cool. You know? Um, anyway, we can keep moving. I, yeah, I'm sorry. no, no, I think that's we, we, great. People are like, we, what do we click on? We're trying to listen to an episode <laughs> about the timeline. Thank you so much um, for your patience, but thank you for letting us talk about this too. So uh, another thing is on Patreon. Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, as a patron, when we hit 250 patrons, what I'm very excited oh, about some of our goals, sure. is, um, right, so so 250 patrons is one of our goals mm-hmm. and we have set that goal with achieving um these Zelda sprite pins. So these are metal yes. pins. We're going to get them custom made mm-hmm. and it's of the Zelda sprite which you've created. Well, so yes, it is so what 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 has happened is we've kind of created a visual language for another Zelda podcast. Mm-hmm. We are excited to take um, make artwork that's based off the sprites that Nintendo made. Mm-hmm. We're not taking Nintendo sprites or anything like that. Right. But we certainly take the those original creations and we reinterpret them with these kind of like circle sprite things that we do. I'm, mm-hmm. I, if anyone's gone to any of our social pages or have it's looked at there. our icon, you can You'll see. You'll see it. Yeah. So we're going to take that link and maybe some other things that, uh, you know, at least these this collection of circles that represent link and turn that into a pin. So it's kind of mm-hmm. our Another Zelda podcast logo. Yep. So it'll be a custom metal pin. So that's one of our goals. And I'm then cool. another one is once we hit 300 patrons, yep. uh, we'll start doing Twitch yeah. live streams. Yeah, absolutely. This one's a little more normal. A lot of people do live streams, but mm-hmm. we can't wait. You know, we are always, you and I played around with trying to do an Instagram live stream uh, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It worked out well, but it'd be nice to do it in a more official capacity that yep. people could actually subscribe to. We'd have to get a little bit of software, specifically maybe an Elgato or something like that to mm-hmm. actually do some screen recording. And so that's why obviously that's a 300 goal. Yeah. So I'm very excited. You know, we've just started um, our Patreon account, but mm-hmm. I'm very excited to send um, or share all of these 
other experiences in terms of Zelda. It and is cool. um, Oh, you know what? I don't think we've talked too much about the raffle yet, actually. Oh, right. So in addition to the postcard, the early access, <laughs> the bonus content, extended guest interviews, um, some behind-the-scenes content, and the wallpaper packs. Yeah. Um, it adds up, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> yes, it does. So for the $10, there will also be these monthly raffles that we'll be doing. Mm -hmm. And that will include things that we will find, such as nostalgic uh, like, like Zelda. Like physical things. Right, physical things. I, I think things. we're going to be mailing something once a month to somebody. Yes, so... Yeah. These may be like Link figures or figurines or like vintage Zelda magazines, just these nostalgic Zelda memorabilia. Well, you know, yeah, we, we you know, you and I, I'm pretty excited about this. And actually, as it was kind of interesting to hear you lift all those things off for the $10 <laughs> tier because yeah. that's like, that's a, a fair amount of money. And we certainly are really appreciative of that kind of support. But I yes. think that there is actually quite a few things here. Mm -hmm. So the raffles, yes, we, 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 have some things already in our possession that we're like, oh, that would be a cool thing to give yeah, away to sure. a listener. That I think the way we'll execute on it is that everybody who's in that $10 tier each month, we'll put them into a randomizer, we'll do a screen grab, we'll make sure everybody can see the results and everything so it's super fair. Yep. And then um, maybe we can even have people vote on on the different items. we. I'm just making this up right now, Leona. Yeah. Vote on like what might be the raffle item that month. Yeah, that might but be fun. Maybe it'll be a Nintendo Power that was specifically about a, a, a Legend of Zelda game. Mm -hmm. Maybe it'll be, it could actually be a cartridge. Who even knows? Like if, if that's something that happens, right? Um, it could be a lot of things. But what's important to us is that it's some kind of nostalgic Zelda yes. type of raffle reward item. Yep. And I think that's, I don't know, that's, <laughs> I think that's cool. I'm, I think it's awesome. Yeah. Very exciting. Very exciting indeed. And we already we already have one gentleman who will be t partaking in said raffle next month. <laughs> right. He's sitting there right now with his fingers crossed going, no one else take 10. <laughs> no one else take 10. I want to get the, the link, blah, blah, blah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, and well, I don't know if we kind of touched on this, but uh, for Patreon, um, the reason why we wanted to start Patreon is you put a lot of time in terms of editing, producing the show. Um, it's a lot of fun, but it's, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of, yes, it's a lot of time. And um, just with the support of our listeners through Patreon, um, we can spend more time creating more content around Zelda. Mm -hmm. And so that is kind of why we wanted to launch on this platform. Absolutely. Yep. So yeah, cool. So let, why don't we do this? Why don't we uh, give this episode that already came out a week ago to our subscribers, but we just want to share it to celebrate. Yep. Patreon and um, and 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 this breath of the this timeline thing is nuts. Yeah, where they put it. Yeah, we hope you enjoy the episode. So next, you know, next the next bonus episode that will just be on Patreon. I yep. want to be clear about that and everything. Yes. And we're really excited about all these postcards and wallpapers and everything. And I mm -hmm. feel like I'm rambling, so I think it is time. I'm rambling yet again. I think it's time to cue <laughs> this episode up. Sound good, Leona? Yeah, sounds good. Enjoy, everyone. Hey everyone, welcome to another Zelda podcast's first bonus Patreon episode. Welcome. Hey, yeah, uh, I'm David, uh, your host, and my co-host is here with me. <laughs> I am here with you. Hey here there, Kate Fisher, how are you? I'm good, how are you? We're um, behind the curtain here on this one a little bit, Yeah. this episode. Pay this no attention. Only, uh, only for our, our special Patreon supporters. Yeah, 
which I had, I actually know what that is. I'm impressed with myself because <laughs> there's another po- podcast that I listen to that they do the similar kind of thing where they record special episodes for their Patreon. Oh, for sure. Subscribers. So of course on Patreon people, they probably already know this if they're listening to this, but they get our normal episodes a week early and then, uh, bonus content, like what we're about to talk about today. And then perhaps sometimes if we ever have a super long episode and we need to cut it down, we'll do uncut versions on this channel. Blooper reel. No, I don't Stuff know. like that. <laughs> Blooper reel. Yeah, right. Um, um, so anyway, so actually today that I want to kind of cut right to it at, at, as of this recording, like a day or two ago, maybe three, four days ago. Yeah. Um, breaking news. Nintendo. Yeah. This is breaking news, which is funny because some of our Patreon supporters might be listening to this six months from not now, a year from now. Breaking news any longer. Breaking news any longer, <laughs> but I'd still like to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo released their official stance on where Breath of the Wild fits on the official Nintendo timeline. Yes. Now, before we talk about where it is, I'm sure actually most people know at this point, so maybe we're burying a lead that everyone knows already, but but more importantly, um, how do you feel about the timeline in general? I know that before we started recording this show ever, you and I were speaking. Oh, it's okay. You can fix that. Kate just pumped her mic. I punched the microphone. Kind of, you did. I got so mad. No. Um, um, how do you feel about how the Zelda time... There it is. She's pulling out a printed I version. I printed it out because it confuses me. So, ooh, this is good. I like this. Mm-hmm. There's, there are 20 released games. Um, and they have been put into a timeline infamously that splits into three different timelines after the Ocarina of Time. Yes. To, um, the, the joy and chagrin of many. Yeah. This is how this works. Zelda has three different realities. Mm -hmm. And uh, how do you feel about the Zelda timeline? Um, so I haven't played all of the games, so I can't, you know, judge all of it and if it makes sense or not. Um, I definitely get the gist of Skyward Sword being first and then going down to Ocarina of Time. And then, yeah, I didn't even realize there was like the possibility of uh, Ganon not being defeated and all of that. So the timeline in terms of like how long I've been playing the game is new to me. I didn't know about it really. Well, when there were only two, when there were only two games, uh, (laughs) Uh, you know, Zelda 2, a link, the, uh, a Link's adventure, Link's adventures, adventures of Link. Mm-hmm. I always switch that around. Yeah, fine. That was a sequel. Cool. Right. Um, and then all of a sudden there was <clears throat> uh, Link's awakening or a link to the past rather. And that one had a little bit of time travel, but it's like, okay, we know where that fits. Mm-hmm. Then Link's awakening happens. That was the first kind of weird one. Where, yeah. Where you're you know, like, what? it's technically in the on? timeline, but it was all a dream, quote unquote, <clears throat> um, a bit like Termania when you travel to different uh, areas. Mm-hmm. But, um, after a while, after Ocarina, yeah, it started getting bigger and broader and people started caring more and more and realizing, Oh, there is a timeline here. Cause I mean, let's face it. When Ocarina was being made, I believe that really it was more just a spiritual reimagining of perhaps the original Zelda mm-hmm. to the best of their ability. We've said many times on this show that breath of the wild probably is the truest to the original intent, the intent, the intent of the original Zelda game, right? The legend of Zelda for the Nintendo entertainment system in 1987. Um, so they had to, all of a sudden there's, there's 15 games. Then something's coming out for Game Boy Color. Then, then there's 20 games and, you know, Nintendo had to make sense of it all. And we are human beings and we require order and organization. So yep. it's just natural that our brains would want to put it in some kind of order. Now I will, and so yeah. I'm sure they were getting asked about it all the time. Like, where is this? What is this happening? When is this taking place? Well, to that point, you know, uh, Mario Brother games exist outside of any kind of timeline. Yeah. They, that they just set that up. There is no timeline or anything like that. Uh, 
but on the other end of the spectrum, you can have a game like Metroid, where every single game, you know, so Zelda, Metroid, and and Mario were the three main uh, franchises for Nintendo for a long time, certainly mm-hmm. through the 16-bit era and a bit into Nintendo 64 and Game Bo- GameCube and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The Metroid games are absolutely in order. I didn't you know? know that. Metroid, uh, Return of Samus. Oh. Um, that would make sense. Super Metroid, and then basically Metroid Four, Metroid Fusion, and and even the um, you can you can download this. Even all of the uh, GameCube Metroid games fit right onto. Oh, are you pointing at the tweet we just got? Yeah. <laughs> so we are kind of like this isn't like a full up like not a full episode. This is a Patreon episode, so a little bit behind the curtain. We literally just got another tweet from uh, Craig Gridelli, and he uh, tweeted Terrytown. Which his is his favorite Breath of the Wild side quest. So the the uh, the main episode that came out just before this episode is coming out on Patreon was our favorite side quests, mm-hmm. and we're getting tweets, tweets, tweets about, about people's everyone favorites. Everyone agreeing with me. And my least favorite side quest was <laughs> Terrytown, even though I ultimately gave it a certain amount of credit. And your favorite was Terrytown, and I we've win. gotten many tweets. I feel like this is my uh, spinner moment, or your, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Remember yeah, when yeah. I liked I the like, spinner? Oh no, I made a huge spinner. mistake. <laughs> so um, I will say, so, okay, so Metroid is all one timeline and it's all the same person. Samus is the same Samus all yes. the way through. Um, I think with the Zelda timeline, the fact that they were able to get clever and create it out into three different realities, so mm-hmm. to speak, at least that was our interpretation of the Zelda timeline when the Hyrule Historia came out a few years ago, um, is because many times the quote unquote link is a different link in each Zelda game. Sure. Very rarely do you have the exact same carbon-based creature <laughs> moving into the next game. Some of them I can think of as Ocarina into Majora's Mask is a direct sequel. Right. Um, um, I Wind think Waker into... Wind Waker into Phantom Hourglass, and then I... And that's it, actually. So the link in Spirit Tracks, I think, is a couple hundred years later or something. Maybe, maybe not. That, so, those three might be direct sequels. So so anyway, so I kind of get like, okay, we can do different re- realities. My problem is like I get the whole the hero succeeds or the hero fails. Okay, fine. Yeah. That timeline makes sense. The child and adult era confuse me. Well, it gets confusing because even let's just think about Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time, by the end of that game, what he's an adult, but he goes back to being oh. a kid, does he not? Yeah, I think so because they want him to be able to be a kid, right? And kind of like He's grow a kid up. in Majora's Mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is so is the adult area the you suppose that he does not go back, even though Yes. Okay. I think so. Okay. I think that era keeps going, but that link just okay. lives and dies and then there's new things. And then the link that's in the kid timeline because they become two different links if we're going with this kind of Quantum My physics. brain can't handle it. A mild quantum physics kind of like Schrodinger cat situation. Here. <laughs> there is and is not link. Um, but so basically, yeah, what what happens then with Breath of the Wild is that it could be a result of or after all of these timelines. Well, right? in playing Breath of the Wild, everybody couldn't help but notice all the references. Yes. All the way down to just places being named to literally finding objects, some yeah. of them through DLC, some of them not, but like finding Majora's Mask, maybe it's debatable that that was a DLC bonus thing. You kind of, you know, I, I don't actually remember if Majora's Mask was in DLC. That might have been in game. But anyway, things like the Helian Shield, Hylian Shield mm-hmm. uh, being under the castle, you know, in the game. Um, the dilapidated Lan Lan 
ranch. Lan Lan Ranch is a one to one to ranch in Ocarina. I think anybody would. Oh, and then and then weird things like so we have the the ranch in Ocarina, but then uh, Hyrule Town. You could say the the square, the fountain in the middle of the. De- the depreciated broken down Hyrule in breath of the wild Mm -hmm. is the same, has the same statues and patterns as in twilight princess. Yeah. And so what is cool that I definitely did not pay any attention to or notice before what I did the other day is watched all the cuts, uh, all the memories in order. There's a YouTube video of someone put them all in order. Um, which I, you know, obviously did not come upon them in chronological order. So it's the Breath of the Wild memories, but put in chronological order. Right. Okay. So in one of them, so I think it's the very first one, the subdued ceremony memory, when they're Hmm. kind of like blessing Link before he goes off on this whole thing. I never realized that that was kind of the first one. Uh, Yeah. I always thought that was somewhere in the middle. So Zelda is like praying over him, basically. And she says, whether skyward bound, adrift in time... Um, or steeped in the glowing embers of twilight. Wow. So obviously that's the three timelines. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) So let's, let's cut to the lead here. Um, Nintendo has officially announced that the breath of the wild, which a lot of people thought maybe existed in the, uh, I think actually technically isn't twilight princess in the child era. Yes. Which is that kind of became my favorite timeline because I really enjoyed Majora's Mask and Twilight Princess and all those things. Mm -hmm. Windmaker was fine and the other things. That was all good. Mm -hmm. But um, I found myself enjoying the child timeline the most, even though the retro is the one where Link dies and then you get to go play the original Zeldas. Right. Um, Um. Nintendo has said that, that a lot of people were speculating that Breath of the Wild was in the child timeline because of so many Twilight Princess references and Ocarina references. It it lines up. But Nintendo has said that Breath of the Wild actually is at the end of all three timelines. One could posit that those three timelines have merged back together mm-hmm. or uh, or what, but they have officially said it's at the end of all of them. Yeah, apparently a thousand years past or mm-hmm. thousands of years past any of them, mm-hmm. which how, what a neat and tidy little package yeah, for Nintendo. Yeah, just put a, yeah. a thousand year bubble in there. Yeah, and then, but and then they can go anywhere from there. I would say that Breath of the Wild has the highest technology element, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Now, it, I mean, they basically have smartphones. I mean, they do. Or it's true. Smartphone. And it's funny because with Legend of Zelda, sometimes they're like a hundred years past. And think about what happened to our world in the past 10 years. Yeah, think about what right? happened to our world in the past 15 years before we had smartphones, as you said. Yeah. You know what I mean? How much it's changed a uh, hundred years from ago from now, you know, what, 1918, the, the land was very different than this. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess maybe we don't have flying cars yet. So if we were to, you know, like maybe there are still stone-based structures in a hundred years and maybe- Not everything has changed. Not everything, but we also have certain new materials and steel and stuff like that was invented. So the architecture would change a lot. Hyrule just got motorcycles. (laughs) (laughs) Magic motorcycles. Uh Um, So when you fast forward a thousand years, it's like, well, we should be, this is like a totally different planet. Oh yeah, but it's not. But it kind of still feels Zelda-y. Oh, absolutely. Zelda-esque. Yeah. Yeah. So they've said that, um, and another interesting thing uh, that I can't remember if it wasn't IG Anuma who said this, but it was another person who worked on the Zelda games said when asked specifically, yeah, 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 but which of the three timelines is Breath of the Wild after? They said, whichever the user feels. I read that article and I read that people were not happy with that response. Right. They're like, really? Right. Come on. So I actually would posit that this might lean into a theory that I supported a few months ago that this is going to get weird. 
I don't know if I believe this, but I'm thinking about it. The Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild, it depends on your perspective, might be the real world. And all of the previous Zelda games could literally be legends that were told. Mm. And so did the land really flood? Who knows? Did the twi- the realm of twilight really exist? Who knows? Um, did Sky- this, did Skyloft ever actually exist? Who knows? Okay. They're all just the stories, the same way that we might have stories of Greek gods or other sure. religious stories or um, misinterpreting things that feel quantifiable, like like uh, King Arthur or something mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? And that's that's an idea that's been posited that all of these legends, that is the name of this franchise, the legend of Zelda, the legend. It's not the historical accurate right. timeline of Zelda. <laughs> the accurate tale of Zelda. Right. Or- now, do that, does that make those games any less important to me? It doesn't. It, it's almost like right. I'm living that story that's told. I would like to think Ocarina happened in the real world and stuff like that. But if you're, if you're dealing with time travel things, the second you deal with time travel, you're dealing mm-hmm. with multiple timelines, depending on the way that you choose to interpret the science fiction version of, of time travel. So there is this other thing. I don't know if this uh, makes any difference on what you just said. But in another one of those memory cutscenes, Zelda mentions... Uh, Link's father and how he's a knight. Oh, you're, you're more like your father. He was a knight, blah, 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 blah. I don't know exactly what huh. it is, but to me, that's a Twilight Princess reference because it's theorized that the ghost knight that teaches Link his Link's special dad. moves is his dad. That's cool. So does that I love that. make any difference on what you just said? Or cause Well, I think it supports that there's a certain amount of knowledge in the Breath of the Wild. Okay, Zelda now is the only character that's audibly okay we have Malin Island or we have Tingle Island we have all these things that are named after other characters in other games Mm -hmm. that's fine um and we have literal representations like Lon Lon Ranch you know but Mm -hmm. um um Zelda's the only one that through dialogue has now acknowledged you know she's passively she's telling us that she's showing us that she has knowledge of these other stories at least does she have knowledge of them being true or not I don't know so maybe the legend of Zelda is not the legend about Zelda. It's the legends Zelda tells. I mean, maybe. Wow, this is getting interesting. <laughs> the legend of, like, her legend. Yeah. That she... Zelda's legends. Yeah. Um, the legend of Zelda. Um, 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 so now the link in Breath of the Wild, we whether it's a legend, whether Twilight Princess is a legend or if it's reality... Mm-hmm. I can't believe that that's the same, you know, that, so the dad, the knight in Twilight that might be Link's father, super cool. Mm-hmm. That is, I think, quantifiably not the same Link then that's in Breath of the Wild. I don't know anymore. I mean, well. Well, this is interesting because is Zelda, does Zelda have a dad in Twilight Princess? Maybe he's corrupt or something or taken yeah, because perhaps... Twilight Princess could directly lead into Breath of the Wild and the others could be legends or something. But anyway, um, yeah, I think it's conceivable that Link had a father and a mother. There's a theory that uh, Link's mom like died over on the Great Plateau and that the Great Plateau used to be over by uh, Forbidden Woods and stuff like that. And they got swapped through portals from Twilight and all this craziness. But um, but anyway, yes, to, to, to make sense of it all, Breath of the Wild's at the end. It either means that we have a universe wherein timelines can re re-merge mm-hmm. or those timelines never existed in the first place. 
It depends on like which kind of hippie philosophical version you want to take here. So, and you're you're going the route of they did not exist or they're they artistically are artistically I'm excited by the idea of these stories being legends, not necessarily uh, factual accounts. So interesting. Artistically, but but I also the the nerd in me really wants it to be Metroid. Really wants it to all line up exactly. Same. I know. Me too. I'm like I want there to be a clear path, which is why the the two splits make sense, like the like the defeat and the success makes sense, and then from there I'm just like, ah, too much. But yeah, so. now I think you know logistically this is kind of a retcon where Nintendo can just be like, we don't care right. about the timeline, everything. Make it up yourself. Yeah, now it might be a sequel, it might not. Next after Breath of the Wild, they could have a direct sequel to Breath of the Wild, um, and now we have our new timeline. Mm-hmm. You could even do things like, yeah, maybe Ocarina happened. Or maybe Majora's Mask. I mean, there's so much like traveling to a different dimension with Zelda and all that kind of stuff. It's cool. I don't, it makes sense to me that Breath of the Wild is a result of everything all at once. I don't know. It, De- depending how, on how much time passes uh, in the adult, child, <clears throat> and what is it? Defeated timeline? Right. Yep. Depending on how much time passes in those three, it's also depending on which type of physics you want to subscribe to, it's conceivable that those three could find their ways yeah. back to each other. Well, let's, I want to know what everyone else's <laughs> thoughts on this are. Yeah. So, um, those of you that are Patreon subscribers, like let us know what your thoughts are. It's intuitively um, obvious that it's after the events are the events in breath of the wild reference almost every other Zelda game. Sure. And that's that's that I think. I don't know. Does it infuriate you? No, Does not it at all. Make you feel good? No, I guess it was cool to look back into the references because, you know, I think I caught more Ocarina ones than anything because that's just what I would notice the most because yeah. that's the game that I played the most. So, right. um it was cool to, you know, get those other like possibly twi- well the Twilight Princess references the um Skyward Bound is and that one's not really a reference to one of the timelines cuz Skyward Sword is just the beginning right so that's just that's always the first one yeah right so um but even so it was a reference to that so i mean is Skyward Sword the story the story of Zeus and the Titans if oh, we're yeah, doing yeah, greek yeah. mythology you know like we came I from think, the clouds i think we generally don't believe that to be truth. <laughs> Everyone has the right to interpret the universe how they want. But I think in general, people understand that to be a, a myth mm-hmm. or a legend. I don't know. I it, it, No, it didn't bother me at all. I I thought that it made perfect sense. Like the, like you said, the technology in Breath of the Wild is just evident that it takes place so far after all of these other mm-hmm. uh, games. So and also that's not to it. say that like the technology that could, that could evolve in a fictional universe doesn't have to be the same technology that we realize here in our universe. Oh, of course not. So like the magic of teleporting things, what we would call magic because it's not science, of teleporting things in Twilight Princess, that's techno- that could be technology. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the Sheikah Slate and all of these magnesis, magnesis and making ice form, that may be magic, but it might be technology. Yeah. I don't know. And also that technology can be expressed. Um, not doesn't mean it has to be metals and wires could be a technology we don't even think about. I just couldn't get over the smartphone. Like, and that she is even like 
taking pictures with yeah. it like a smartphone. I don't know. Yeah, holding that, it up. That's maybe the only thing where I was like, mm. and doing selfies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Although you could take selfies in Wind Waker, to be fair, and there's a camera in that one, but it didn't look so obviously like a phone I or felt, like yeah. a tablet. They were trying to make it look like the Switch or the Wii U controller. Yeah, in yeah, many ways. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The only other time I can think about kind of a meta reference like that was the Rumble Stone in Ocarina that you'd get. Oh yeah, that looked just like the Rumble Pack. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, anyway, cool, cool, cool. We'll see. I'm pretty comfortable with this. I am. Yep. I would love for all of this to line up and make sense and have it all be real and not be legends, but it's something to consider. I'm more focused on where do we go from here? Like, I really want to see what's next. I do too. Already. I do too. <laughs> I'm not even, you know, completed Breath of the Wild and I'm like, what's next? Do yeah. the next game. I want it so bad. And uh, IG Numa has already announced that the sequel or whatever's coming next will be using the same engine and gameplay and style of uh, Breath of the Wild. That shouldn't be read into too much. That doesn't necessarily mean beasts, but it just means the general mechanics of food and heat and temperature and sound. Sure. And and the way that the level, the world gets loaded in a streaming mechanic, you know. Um, I just hope there's more story. Yeah, could be. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Awesome. Well, Kate, all right. People can uh, tweet me at Raptor Paint. Find me on Instagram at Raptor Paint. If they want to find you on Instagram, they can do that by searching. I only take cat pics. Marvelous. Of course, they already know. If they're subscribing to us on Patreon, they probably know this stuff already, but they can uh, find us on Twitter by uh, searching Another Zelda Pod. Instagram is Another Zelda Podcast. Our website is anotherzeldapodcast.com. Facebook, search Another Zelda Podcast. Thank you so much for being a Patreon yes, subscriber. Thank you. Really, really cool. And um, if you have ideas or thoughts, for bonus episodes that you'd like us to talk about. Perhaps we can even start making these be a little bit longer, shorter, whatever it facilitates. Maybe it's shorter ones happening more often. Maybe it's longer ones that are deeper dives, Kate. We'll figure it out as we go. For now, hopefully you appreciate getting the episodes a little early and getting some of this bonus content. And thank you so much for your support of the show. Kate, in the real world, outside of Patreon, uh, the next episode will be an episode about languages and logos Mm -hmm. in our timeline. Mm -hmm. And uh, then after that, I think it's going to be Minish Cap after a while. Good stuff on the horizon. Next bonus episode, I think it might be an uncut interview that I had with someone at the Video Game Summit, but we'll see. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you back here for bonus content in, in, I guess, in about a month. Um, But we'll see you on the main show in a week. Thank you again, and okay, bye. (laughs) 